Warning. Listening to the following podcast may result in Disney addiction. User discretion is advised. Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast. My name is Ashton. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to Dose Dose of of Disney. Disney. Today's episode is going to continue on with our Thanks Disney series. Today we're going to be talking about things that we are thankful that Disney does not do or have or support or any of the above. Mm -hmm. Just things that we're happy don't exist in Disney and we think them not existing makes our trip better. Definitely. So do you want to get us started? I can. The first thing I have on my list, and these are in no particular order, I am thankful that Disney does not neglect sanitation. You are very, very true. That kind of has to do with a couple of mine, but explain. So when you're going on a trip, I am a clean freak. I'm a clean freak in my house. I'm a clean freak on trips. Like I am just one of those people, especially if I'm on vacation. I As don't, you should be. I don't want my vacation to be ruined by getting sick or just being caught in like a gross situation or any of that. Um, so I am thankful that Disney World keeps up with sanitation in the parks. Everything is very clean. Trash is picked up. I'm thankful that Disney keeps up with sanitation in all of their bathrooms. I think Disney keeps up sanitation in all of their resorts and resort rooms. Um, I think that this makes the trip so much better because you don't have to worry about doing these kinds of things. You don't have to worry about like putting toilet paper over the toilet seat before you mm-hmm. use the restroom because there's a sanitation person in there 24-7. Not 24-7, yeah. but the entire time the bathroom is open, there's a sanitation person in there that goes into each stall and cleans the stall, which I think is incredible. And it just helps you enjoy your trip a lot more. That kind of has to do with one of mine, and that was, like, nasty hotels. Yeah, Like, the worst feeling is, like, walking into, like, a hotel room, and, like, you just get that ick feeling. Yeah. And you just don't want to be there. Yeah. Every single Disney hotel, regardless of if it's a value resort or a deluxe resort or a moderate, they are all super nice. I would stay at any of them. I mean, I've stayed at the Caribbean Beach Resort and Old Key West, and those two alone were amazing. Yes. They're so clean. They're so nice. All of the facilities are nice. It's incredible. I would I would stay at any of those hotels any day of the week. Yes, same. A lot of them are honestly cleaner than my home. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your list? So this one, I, I'm kind of 50-50 about, but I think at the end of the day, I'm glad they don't have it. And that's like really big thrill rides. Yeah. So compared to like Universal that has like the Hollywood Rip Rocket and like the Hulk coaster and stuff like that. Like I love big coasters, but I hate how like how long the lines get. Yeah. And plus I hate like and Ashen kind of has like a similar story to this, but seeing someone on a ride and you just know that they feel sick. Oh yeah. And it's like you just have this fear that they're gonna like, I don't know, do something nasty around you and that is just the worst feeling it's the worst um i personally can't ride thrill rides because of my vasovagal syncope i will straight up pass out um i did on the velocicoaster when we went to universal on our honeymoon it was, i want to do it so bad it was intense. i'll ride it with you but just know that i'm not going to be conscious for like half of it 
<laughs> but yeah i'm really glad that disney also doesn't have a bunch of thrill rides they have a few that are really good i would say cosmic rewind which is the new one which is so good and kate hasn't ridden it yet i would say that's a thrill ride but um they're just not over the top thrill rides that make people super sick or anything like that besides missions mission to mars and just don't do it yeah the only one i would say that i will never ride again because i i'm gonna pass out if i do it would be mission mars but other than that, the rides, even like the thrill rides, like Space Mountain and like Rock and Roller Coaster, they're intense. But they're not to the point where you feel gross getting off. Yeah. Like in, in combination, if you have a theme park that's somewhere like Florida, if you're on like a big thrill ride, plus you add in like the Florida heat, plus yeah. if you just ate, that's like the worst combination. Yeah, I'm just so glad that you really don't have that issue at Disney World. Yeah, you you really don't. Um, and that goes along with another one of mine um, is I am thankful that Disney does not have mediocre theming for their attractions. I am so glad that Disney takes it full out. Like they fully engulf you in the attraction and in the experience. Take, for example, um, like Six Flags yeah. or Universal even sometimes. Like it's really just like a roller coaster and like that's it. But like, yeah. Disney World, it takes you through this queue that's super themed and you are really like engulfed in the attraction. And I think that's what makes it so much more desirable than just going to like mm -hmm. Six Flags or like Holiday World or something like yeah. that. Like it really makes you feel like you're in it. And I like that a lot of their rides are actually inside, which that may be like a <laughs> controversial thing, but I really like that. I think it makes them so much more cool. And mm -hmm. I think like the Imagineers did an incredible job with theming across the board on oh, yeah. all of the rides. Um, and I'm just so glad that they don't have like these mediocre themes that are just like, oh, you know, you're really just here for the ride. Yeah. I'm not here for the ride. I'm here for the experience. <laughs> One of mine was boring cues. Yeah. The cool thing about Disney is that, yes, a lot of their lines can get pretty long, especially if the ride just came out, like Cosmic Rewind. Yeah. Flight of Passage was like that when we went. Mm -hmm. It's like um, Dash. Yeah, and you know that like when Tron Coaster comes out, it's gonna have a crazy long queue. For sure. And they'll probably have to do like what they did with like Rise of the Resistance and Ratatouille. They'll have to have like the online queues, you know? Yeah, which is what they're doing for Cosmic Rewind. Which is smart. But when you are actually waiting in line, like Ashton and I waited probably close to three hours to for do Flight of Passage. Yeah, Flight of Passage. I mean so long that we were there after closing. And it was time went by so much faster because the queue was so cool yeah and a lot of the queues in disney world are also interactive they are like we were able to take pictures at like a bunch of different spots like half of my camera yeah. roll from that day was like just the queue for flight of passage flight of passage and like for instance in seven dwarves mind train like they've got all of those like the little games and you can yeah. play like little games while you're waiting um, so smart because yeah. you know especially like the kid rides those kids mm -hmm. are gonna be getting bored and that's when you get like screaming babies and it's yes. so annoying same thing with like haunted mansion they've got all the cool things like in the cemetery in the queue when you're waiting i love the haunted mansion queue and if you're outside you're by um like, like the little lake the one that the, has like tom Sawyer island in the middle yes. yeah so they have like it's called echo lake no 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 that's echo lakes in hollywood studios I know Seven Seas Lagoon is what is, like, the big lake outside of the park. 
I don't know what it's called, but you, you know either. what I'm talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to like get done, like, because they'll have like stuff on the water. Plus, when you actually like Ash and someone, you do get in line, they have like like the gravestones, like like the jokes on them. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you watched behind the attraction, there are some like inside jokes with like the gravestones yeah, that, that they put get. in there. So, it's, yeah. Another plug for this show: go watch behind the attraction. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So good. It can it shows you so much about how much effort they put into these theming rides and into their cues. And so. I agree that boring cues, I'm so glad that those do not exist in Disney World. One of my favorites is the Tower of Terror. Oh my gosh. Because I love ride and I love that cue. I know, like it's like the old like art deco architecture and it's so pretty. Hollywood vibes. It's incredible. Like it makes makes me want to go watch like the Great Gatsby like waiting in line. It's so pretty. Like one of my favorite photos I took was I think it's actually one of my like screensavers. I don't remember taking this photo, but it like popped up one day. I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this picture that I took. It's a, I can't find it, but it's like a really cute like landscape on the balcony before you go inside to wait. And it's just so like serene and peaceful and the sun was setting. It was like perfect. Like I want to live in that building, not like yes. permanently, like what they hint to, <laughs> but like you I want to have, have like a permanent resident. Right. I want to have a sleepover in that building. Yes. I think that's why I love Hollywood Studios so much is because of that like old Hollywood Art Deco vibe that it puts off. I I just absolutely love that. And Sunset Boulevard is my favorite. Next on my list is I am thankful that Disney does not have boring food. That was kind of one of mine. I said nasty food. Yeah. But yeah, but their food is amazing. So they do have like the good old fashioned park food at like some of the quick service places. But a lot of the quick service places also offer things that you wouldn't think would be at a theme park. For instance, Pecco's Bill. I love that place. (laughs) Pecco's Bill is a quick service restaurant, but it offers things like nachos and tacos and churros. And the churros are so good. They're, They're mac and cheese. Like, as a lactose intolerant person, I would eat their mac and cheese 10 times a day if I could. I've never had their mac and cheese, but I, I it trust It is so gut. good. And I'm, I'm picky about my mac and cheese. Like, I won't eat it from everywhere. Right. Like, even that Cracker Barrel, they used to have really good mac and cheese. I won't eat it now. I don't like Stouffer's mac and cheese. Yeah, I agree with that it's one. I don't so, like it. It feels fake cheesy. You their know? mac and cheese, it's gooey. It's, it's not overwhelmingly, like, cheddar-y. Like, I don't like it when the cheddar is, like, so strong. It's, like... This is gross. But it's... mm, I don't even care if it's, like, microwaved. It's amazing. Okay? Just go try it if you like mac and cheese. So they do have, like, the good old-fashioned park food. But then their quick service, you know, a few of the locations have something different. But then also all of their restaurants, they offer so many types of food. They have American cuisine. They have Mediterranean. They have Italian. They have... um, Great, like, Asian foods, like Japanese and Chinese foods, Korean foods. Yeah, like, they have such a great, like, variety of food. In they the parks. have like everything you could ever ask for. Yeah, and a lot of them correlate really well with the theming. Like um, Animal Kingdom has a really wide variety of like yes, of like African foods and like um, Asian foods. Yeah, they have Asian foods. They have African foods. They have a lot of like the traditional African foods. Also have like in uh, Pandora they have Satuli Canteen, which offers oh, yeah. like. I don't really know what you would establish that as. It's like, a, it's kind of like Chipotle, but like more <laughs> like less... Latin style foods. Yeah. 
they just have a lot of great food none of the food is boring almost all of it is really good yeah i would say out of like the number of both quick service meals and sit down meals i've had there it's probably only been like one or two that i was just kind of like eh with yeah and it's not that they're bad it's just that like you would prefer something else that yeah. you already had you know and if you did have an issue they will take care of it so fast no yeah. issues it, they are amazing and a lot of their food is great and i feel like i can trust a lot of their food and plus they have a lot of great options if you have like dietary restrictions oh yes they have on their menus all of their menus include dietary recommendations allergenic friendly they just have so many great things and they have vegan friendly options gluten-free options all of that good stuff so i am just really glad that disney does not have boring food yes and i was really pleased to see when ash and i were discussing our reservations for our trip coming up in January. Again, plug in that trip. Get ready. So it's happening excited. so soon. January 9th through the 13th. We will be peacing out. Right. But we were like, you know, making our reservations because we're like 60 days out. And I noticed they have a lot of like impossible options. Yeah. Because I, I love burgers, but I don't eat beef. And then the only place I've ever been to that had a really good burger that was like not actual beef was Burger Republic. Yeah, they do have they do have an Impossible Burger, don't they? They do, and it's actually they have a veggie and an Impossible, and they're both really good. So I was really Doesn't pleased. Burger King also have a- <laughs> they do, but it's kind of bland. I'm not a big fan of theirs. Oh, okay, but I was really glad to see that Disney has a lot of a lot of the restaurants that do serve like beef patties also have an Impossible Burger you can try. And of course, see. it will add a bit to your charge. But, you know, if, if it is important for you to, like, not eat beef, then that's definitely something that they do right, you know. Because, like, a lot of places don't – it's like, oh, you can't eat beef. Sorry, we only have beef patties. Also, when you go to a restaurant, the server always asks you if there are any dietary restrictions or allergies that they need to know about. Every single sit-down restaurant, the server will – well, first of all, whenever you book the reservation, there's a spot for you to click that you have an allergy or a dietary restriction. And then the server will also personally ask you before they bring out any food or anything like that if you have an allergy or dietary restriction that they need to be aware of. Random, but kind of not random. But this is also a shout-out to – like the three Caballeros restaurant that's in Mexico and Epcot. Like this, is it the San Angel restaurant? Yeah, the San Angel Inn or something like that. But you can like see the ride as you're sitting in like your your table. I got chicken tacos. Amazing. First of all, the portions, they're actually pretty big for like, you know, the price and everything. And the chicken tacos there, because I only eat chicken in terms of meat. And they were amazing amazing really i would eat there 10 out of 10 again yeah and the again having to do with like really cool experiences the dining room is very cool it feels like you're sitting outside of like an ancient like mayan ruin it's very oh, cool. very cool yeah i know which one you're talking about from because i ride the three caballeros every time i go i love that ride but yeah we went shopping beforehand like before we had our reservation and yeah, they got us in and out pretty quickly and the food was really good. And plus like the whole atmosphere in there is really, really cool. And I would consider it like a hidden gem of Epcot. So yeah, it's super cool. I am so, so thankful that Disney does not condone chaos. Now I know what you're thinking, Ashton. Disney can be very chaotic. Disney can be very crazy. Yes, it can because there's so many people, but Disney cast members, Disney 
employees in general try their best to make everything have some sort of structure some sort of order like they're always roping off where you can and can't stand for fireworks they always have the best methods to get to and from like the transportation and into the park like they have certain lanes open that keeps traffic flowing in one direction Mm -hmm. they have the best like those handrails that like mark off lines like i just feel like they always have the best structure for those that make everything flow as easily as possible there is sometimes when chaos happens in disney world when people stop in the middle of the (laughs) of the uh like main street like they'll just literally stop in the middle that bothers me so much i want to like literally fight them when that happens i know um but for the most part when disney cast members can't help it they generally handle chaos really well same thing with like all of the stores in the parks like they do a really great job of having people come in and out and um keeping things clear so people can get through yeah their security teams i feel like are always on it because yeah. I know, I'm sure you've probably seen or heard about, like, you know, fight in Disney between two families or fight in Epcot, fight in Magic Kingdom, etc. Because I've seen those videos on TikTok or whatever. You know, I've heard about them, like, on the news, like, oh, this woman punched uh, whatever. And, you know, but like when that happens, the security team is over there and they are shutting that down ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just really glad that Disney, because there are so many people and chaos is such an easy thing to happen they control what they can obviously they can't control everything but they can control the way that lines are laid out they can control the methods in which they direct a crowd like i know for instance when fireworks are going on they open up back ways to get to the front of main street so people can get out of the park instead of having to go through the huge crowd of people through fireworks so it's really the small things obviously disney is still chaotic do not take this (laughs) message to believe that disney is going to not be a ton of people because it is but cast members do what they can to make the experience more enjoyable one thing too that i recently saw was epcot was just having their 50th like anniversary merch sale Mm -hmm. and it was wild because well like a lot of it is it's sad but people go and they buy merch in bulk so they can resell resell it it, that makes me so angry but Disney was having like limits on what you could buy and how much you could buy. And because there were so many people trying to get into the store to buy the merch, that they had like a really good like line set up outside of the shop. So it wasn't just like like Black Friday style shopping where you're like literally like shoving your way through crowds, like fighting yeah. to get to like the register, etc. So when stuff like that does happen, because I know like whenever they do release new merch, it is nuts. Nuts, yeah. But they do a good job of, like, keeping all of the craziness at bay. Yeah. To as minimal as they possibly can. Yeah, to an extent. Same thing with rope drops, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Rope drops are always nuts. Especially, like, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Again, shout out to the amazing, like, cast members who Who handle it the best they possibly can. Seriously, like, y'all deserve, like, a medal for (laughs) all of the stuff that you've had to, like, fix and put up with. Yes. Okay, so my last one is one that I personally find really, really important, and that is treatment of the animals in the parks, especially Animal Kingdom, because it, you know, that's where most of the animals are. I'm thankful that Disney does not mistreat their animals. Yeah, so that's a big thing with me. Like, I never go to, like, those, like, sketchy zoos where it's like we have a tiger behind like a chain link fence and stuff like that like they they make me so mad and as someone who's worked at a zoo like an an actual accredited zoo 
you know, you know what to look for. And Animal Kingdom is an AZA accredited zoo, meaning that it actually has like regulations it has to follow through the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. So that's really cool. So you know that when you're going there, they have the best care. They're not being mistreated. They have, you know, plenty of stimulations. They're not getting bored. They have friends and they need friends. The keepers there are all being trained. You know that they're, they have a great environment for their animals, which makes it so much more enjoyable for the guests. Because you can have peace of mind knowing that you're not enabling like mm-hmm. mistreatment of animals by going to these attractions and doing the safari and staying at animal kingdom lodge like you can really be sure that these animals are being taken care of and that you can trust that disney world is taking care of them which am i wrong but does disney like do a lot of like retreats and like research trips to africa to like study the ecosystems and the environment that these animals lived in so that they could best replicate that at disney I don't know for sure, but I would not be surprised if they did because, well, because they are an AZA accredited zoo, they have what's called an SSP, and so it's a species survival plan. And so what's cool about a species survival plan is that it works with other zoos and aquariums that are also accredited, like the National Zoo, for example, in order to help keep species that are like endangered or critically endangered from becoming extinct. So basically, it's like a really cool breeding program that looks at everything from like genetics to, you know, like family history and things like that to make sure that these animals can hopefully breed together and increase our population sizes. But yeah, animal treatment's a big thing for me, and I know that I don't have to worry about that when I'm walking into Animal Kingdom, like with the safaris, or like they have like the little trail you can take. Uh Where you go and like look at all the animals. It's kind of like a little, it's actually like a zoo. It pretty much is a zoo. It's really cool. When you get off of like the the safari ride, when you're walking towards the exit, you'll pass, I think it's like the gorilla trail or something, but they have like gorillas and hippos. I've never done a safari. You've never done safari? That makes me so upset. But you can take me when we go. We're going to go. I love animals. I love zoos. Don't come at me. Anyways, but yes, I like how they're very conscious of how they're treating their animals. They have all of the credentials that they need um, and they are taking care of them. It's always nice to have peace of mind knowing that they're taken care of and you can actually enjoy being with them and seeing them and know that once you're done looking at them, they go back to an amazing home that they love and have people that take care of them. Disclaimer, they don't cook the emus into their turkey legs. Yes, that is not a thing. And you can watch our Disney Conspiracies episode to find out how that started. Right, so... And you can also find out why that's not a thing. Yeah. Anyways, but I think Ashton has one more left. Yes. This one's a big one. I am so thankful that Disney does not have minimal security. That's a big one. Yes. I'm so thankful that Disney has maximum security, that they check everything and everyone that comes into the park. They're so focused on keeping everybody safe. And I always feel super safe when I'm in Disney World because you ain't getting nothing in there. <laughs> like, you just can't. You can't even get in with a selfie stick, much less yeah. like a firearm or another sort of weapon. And as we know, they do fingerprint you if you're yes. suspicious. Yes, they do take your fingerprints. So they know who you are. They will find you and you will be banned from Disney World. So I always feel super safe in Disney World. And I think that that's something that sometimes we get a little annoyed at because we have to go through security. But 
I truly feel so safe and I never ever have to worry about the safety of myself, my husband, and then whenever I do have children, I know that we'll be safe in Disney World. And kind of on that topic, but like security with rides. Yeah. You like never have to have... worry yeah, about like not being secured in your seat or whatever like ride you're on. Yeah. Because our members always check you. Right. And I know there has been a lot of talk about that with like recent, you know, stories happening where people have like kids that go on these yeah, rides I saw and this, that video of the little, little girl, girl on the fair ride. And it is so sad and when her, children do get yeah. hurt on rides like that. So it's so important that Disney does have good security, especially when it comes to their attractions. And they do. Like, I've never once felt scared or insecure on a ride. Like, yeah. even the ones that, you know, really shouldn't be scary, but can kind of be like a little bit iffy, like soaring, because you kind of are like off the ground, mm-hmm. like test track because you're going super fast and things like that. Yeah. If you know, you know that the yellow, like the yellow safety latch, they always make you pull that and they have to physically lay eyes on you pulling that. And if they don't, if you just show them that, they're like, you have to pull on it for me. So I think they do an incredible job of checking and make sure everybody's safe in the rides, everybody's safe in the parks. And I think that is something that we should all be super thankful that Disney does for us because it's definitely not cheap. No. All of that equipment that they use, like, in the security line, like, that's super expensive, so. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of paying for it, but that's a whole other, you know, topic. <laughs> that's a whole other topic with Disney. But- um, And on that same note, we are so thankful that you listened to this episode. Let's do our Q&A and our poll. For our poll for this episode, we want to know, would you like to see more thrill rides at Disney World, or do you like the the fact that they don't have a lot of thrill rides and that it brings a little bit more peace to the park let us know in the poll and for our q a what is something that you are thankful that disney does not have we want to hear your thoughts on this we want to hear what you have to say and are looking forward to reading all of your comments all right so we are approaching thanksgiving shortly so we are going to have an episode coming out next saturday and it will be right after thanksgiving so we're going to dive into things that we are really thankful for that disney just kind of means a lot to us and things that would not be the same about our lives if it weren't for disney yes so make sure to stay tuned for that episode grab a box of tissues because i will probably cry it's getting sentimental it is getting sentimental it is getting sentimental in here Make sure to stream us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whichever one is your preferred method of podcast streaming. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram. It is at Ashton E. Evans so that you can look at all of the photos from my past Disney trip that were incredible and you might catch a little bit of Kate on there. We appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see see you real soon. soon.